What's up, Pack? We are here for another episode of the Ask the Pack Leader Show. I am here with Jamie and Adam behind what we usually say back in the day, the wheels of steel here in Jersey, which was the DJ booth. But now you're here with the... Behind the, uh, the ones and twos. <laughs> the ones and twos. The wheels of steel? I've never heard of that. What? I never heard that. That was from, if DJ Polly D, if you're watching this from Jersey Shore, <laughs> I remember DJ Polly D, D, here on the wheels of steel. That's We're from amazing. Jersey, this is what we do. But uh, today is Veterans Day, Wednesday, November... 11. That's why I have Jamie here. <laughs> um, I want to read something that I posted today. Uh, I, have, I have family, friends. Um, we have clients who have all been in the military. And I have a special place. My grandfather was in the Navy years and years and years ago, World War II, the whole thing. Um, and he, he actually taught me a lot of the, the stuff that I do. You'll see me post a lot of American flag stuff. And, that, it, and the way that, what that flag represents to me is, is a way to honor military and stuff like that. So I wrote... Uh, happy Veterans Day to our soldiers, both past and present. We owe you our thanks, but more than that, we owe you our freedom. Thank you for your sacrifice, your bravery, and the example you set for all of us. So thank you all veterans out there. And I, let me, I, I love working with military people because, I mean, they are, so you want to talk about discipline and follow through? They're, I'm like, hey, I need you to do this. Yes, sir. What do you need me to do next? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we don't have to go, like, they don't need to go obviously that crazy when you're with a dog, but one thing that they are excellent at is when it comes to discipline. So, love that stuff. But I think today, should we just get right into the questions today? We I were think doing that a lot good. of chit chat last time, and I want to yeah. kind of like get people right engaged with the, uh, with the questions here, because sometimes I obviously ramble and we don't get to all the questions. So. No. And you by the way, <laughs> a little bit. And by the way, if I do start rambling, cut me off, or you guys remind me in the thing, say, hey, Steve, you're rambling, you're going all yeah. over the place. So, and you guys heard that. I have permission yeah, to cut exactly. them off. That break very rarely happens. And um, again, thank you guys for the feedback on the last episode. It's awesome to hear. We'll, and keep giving some feedback. And I think we'll be good like after a few episodes where we get a bunch of feedback. I'll respond to some of the feedback and explain like where I'm at with that and, and what's good. happening with that and all that. That'll be really good. So, all right, so question number one. One. Let's do it. Bellrod2 asks, when do you know the dog has had enough exercise for the day? Good question. So the question I asked with that is like, does she mean physical or mental exercise? But she likely means both, I'm assuming. Um, people ask that all the time. And then what do we say? It's almost like every single session that we do, um, I'm like, well, people always ask, well, how do you see a fulfilled dog? And then you look at the dog at the end and, and the dog came in anxious, whining, spinning, jumping, this and that. And the dog at the end is just laying down calmly and relaxed. So to me, when you've challenged body and mind, that in the proper way, the dog is very happy to come home, to relax, lay down, chill out, and go into a, what we call a resting recovery state, which is equals a calm state. And by the way, once we've challenged body and mind, that's the op and the dog's in calm state, which is the resting recovery state, that's an optimal time for affection. Now, the problem with that is sometimes people say, oh, great, so I'll just drain my dog and then I'll pet them for like the next four hours. But, <laughs> So it's obviously affection and moderation, depending on your relationship with your dog. Like for me, I can go pet Nico a lot right now because I've spent, how old is he now? Seven months. Holy shit. Seven months. Yeah. So we've had him for five months. I spent five months really heavy duty, especially because he's in imprint period, uh, on, the, on the rules bench limitations, on just exposing him to everything. I'm really working on the, the relationship with him. So I'm at that point now where... I can actually give him a bunch of affection and it doesn't alter the relationship. Now, if I stop doing the leadership things, because remember, dog lives in the moment, then started going towards the affection thing, it's very similar to someone who like worked out, dieted, um, and then they stopped doing that and then started going back to eating, you know, Cheetos and beer and Italian combos and Twinkies and 
uh, espresso martinis, and those are all the things I used to eat and drink, by the way. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> we got to post one of these days, by the way, the, the Fat Steve photos, oh my Jamie, God. just so we can watch Jamie laugh for I'm like good. a minute straight on the, on the camera. I wonder, why, why does Jamie like you fat so much? I don't know. I think it's I like... I think it's not, it's not so much <laughs> you being fat. It's yeah. your reaction to you being fat. <laughs> like when you look at like pictures, what? you get so disgusted with yourself. Like look at this fat slob here, disgusting, out of shape, unbalanced, like... <laughs> <laughs> it was it's so true though I was like because it's it and I laugh at that but I do say it like that too in my opinion it's like I'm not trying to um like like beat myself up but it's a way to like tell my former self like or the old guy like you're not allowed back ever again to be like that because you were totally mm -hmm. out of balance I remember because it's not just like the weight and stuff like that it's what that's what I'm noticing by the way all right we won't get to that. I was going to go into the feedback thing. Some of the things that I say, I understand what I'm doing here and I'm aware of it, people. So we'll get into that another time. But it more of what it, what it represents in my happiness, where I was such an unhappy person. But on the surface, people were like, Steve is that fun party guy, the awesome dude, and da da da. But it was not what I actually was. I was actually miserable. So you're still fun. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, I'm more fun now, I think. <laughs> Maybe not. Shit. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that's basically it. Yeah. For the, for, um, for the dog is, is you're gonna be testing out. Now remember, if it's the first time that you're starting to uh, work with that dog, it, they couldn't have pent up energy. So I had a video call yesterday with a really cool guy from Ohio and he's been really working with his dogs. But he said, he goes, listen, I, I really worked my boxer one day significantly and she still had energy and she's still bouncing around the apartment and all that. So what happens there is when you have the pent up energy, it can drain initially but the mind takes a little bit more time to, to, to drain and, uh, or to settle down and the body takes more time and it can recover pretty quickly when that energy is all pent up and frustrated. So I feel like if you've, done, if you've done nothing and then yeah, you'll tire for a little bit, but you can recover pretty quickly if you have all that pent up energy there. So that's something to take note of. If it's the first time you're exercising your dog, maybe do it in moderation, see what you get with it and then go from there. Because another thing that's not the best to do is take a dog who's been like, what's the word I'm looking for? Not stationary, but like, um, Sedentary? Sedentary. A sedentary dog and all of a sudden just run him into the ground. Like take him on bike rides, drag him around, bike him, this and that. It could be very overwhelming. It would be like taking a it's person. It's like people too. It would be taking like fat Steve yeah. back in the day <laughs> who was sitting on the couch like eating. I used to go to the store by the way and get like, let me go to the grocery store and I would get like, like 15 different sides. That was not that long ago. Like, you were getting like five different pints of ice cream. I know, I know. Oh, yeah. Getting up, but it was Halo Top at least. By the way, it's that's what you, we should get a sponsor for Halo that's Top. That's what you told yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we would get those and, and, and yeah, it was like all these different things because like I was actually finding, this is the serious part about it, I was actually finding joy in food. So I was like emotionally eating because I was unhappy and I was like, all right, well at least food brings me joy. For the, like think of how ridiculous it is for the, for the three seconds that was going in my mouth, I would find that joy of, oh yeah, this tastes so good. And then yeah, feel like shit. Yeah, feel like shit for the next eight hours or the next day and then repeat the cycle. So if you guys are in that, that's something I want to do eventually way more of too, is get into uh, like talking about the nutrition stuff. And cause it's, remember it's the human behind the dog. So I could teach you everything about dog psychology, but if that person, and I'm not like making fun, but if that person's overweight, if that person has uh, tremendous anxiety, tremendous fears, insecurity, uh, anger is a huge one. That, in my opinion, anger is like number one, and a lot of things stem from anger. And we can get into that one day about the things I've worked on to deal with that stuff. But 
Yeah, it's something I really want to get into because I think it's really important. If, you're, if I'm in a relationship, uh, we have to talk to the both sides and make sure both sides are balanced, right? So in a relationship with humans, like for me and Cassie, I have to, I have to take care of myself, find balance, be happy. She has to do the same and then we bring that together. So with a dog, it's the same thing in my opinion. Human has to take care of their self, except the dog is, this relationship is more of like a parent, uh, daughter or son relationship or like owner of a company, employee relationship. So the leader has to do, has to really do their part and then influence or inspire or motivate the other part of the relationship to do their part. So, and the great news about a dog is they're like, oh, you want to exercise? Good. That's what I want to do. <laughs> they like most do people it. are like, I don't know if I want to exercise. I got to do this. Like Nico, he's passed out in his kennel right now because I worked him all morning. If I said, hey, bro. Time to go work. He's like, where and when and for how long? How long do we get to, you know? So that's that. All right, next, next question. Uh, the one thing I was gonna add to this question though yeah. is I think a lot of people do ask, they, they want more of a definite answer. Like how, how much exercise does my dog need? Two okay. hours, three hours, four hours? Yeah, like but it's very dependent on the dog. Yes, it's very dependent on the dog. So listen, if I have, so for instance, Nico, seven month old shepherd, um, high drive, high energy guy, he needs a significant amount of energy or uh, exercise already. Now we have the, the in quote dueling bulldogs here for board and train. So inter-home fighting between two bulldogs, the young guy way less and the old guy, um, Leo, even way less. Like that guy can goes around the block and comes back and he's exhausted. So it's your individual dog. And for Leo, because physically he's got some physical issues with arthritis and other stuff, we do a lot of uh, mind stuff with him. So that's like place work, like slower stuff with him to challenge the mind, making him wait longer for food. Uh, yeah. Physically, though, is there signs that you would see that the dog is done with the exercise? Yeah, they start dragging. They start like mm -hmm. more. You see the. You know where they tell you a lot is in the face and in the eyes. Mm -hmm. The eyes tell a lot. For me, the eyes in humans too, but in dogs for sure, and horses and all that stuff. You can look in the eyes and see what's going on there, but you have to be in touch with instincts to be able to feel it and see it. You know, so. Softer eyes. Softer eyes. Like if, the, if you see the pupils dilated like this, like, like, holy shit, I just saw a ghost. It's likely you haven't fulfilled the dog. Um, but yeah, softer face, more relaxed, mouth open, tongue kind of hanging out, ears relaxed back is usually when the dog's starting to relax and calm down. And another one other point I want to make on this is the mindset part where there was a dog I worked with years ago. It was actually a really interesting one where the girl would jog the dog like eight miles a day. And she would come back to her apartment and she called me. She goes, because I exercise my dog. He's good on leash. He's in that. But when I come back from the runs, he's, he terrorizes the apartment. He's good normally. But once I run him and bring him back, mm -hmm. he goes wild in the apartment, like goes nuts. So uh, one thing I recommended to her was like, well, what we could potentially do is bring a little bit more vigorous like run. Like if we could do a bike for like five minutes, maybe like because because they haven't hit that gear. So sometimes he's like these pities and like the power guys and like shepherds and all that. And even any of the working breeds, they need to like hit that high gear of like, let me get a run out room. Yeah. Now go for the jog. You yeah. know what I mean? So so that's one that you can definitely do done. And then what I told her was what do you uh, I, what I saw with her was she would bring the dog home and take the leash off quick. And it would triggered him to go, whoom, and he would run around the couches and rip up the, the, the pillows. And I saw it and I was like, oh shit, okay. So we stopped him, we redid it and brought him back in and we kept him on leash. And we started to walk him in and he's like, when do I get to go? We're like, hey, hey, relax, buddy, relax. Then we gave direction for him to go over here and lay down and relax. So then it told, we had to, we, remember, leadership, protection, direction, love. So in that moment, I want to give direction to him, say, hey, when we get back to the home, it's not uh, Chuck E. Cheese, like, 
like the the bouncy party, like go wild <laughs> in this fucking thing. It's time to go to your bed and lay down and relax and chill out. And keep them there. And that's the work to to keep them on the bed and just if they say, well, I want to get up and go. Yeah, I know you do, but right now is not the time for that. There's another area to do that. And remember, like, associations again, so, like, inside the house. For me, not so much play with these guys. Like, I like them mingling in the house, hanging out, laying down, chewing bones, um, that, like, that kind of deal. Low-level play here and there. And then outdoors, for me, is where is like, the higher intensity and more excitement and things happen because that's more of what our lifestyle is. We're not in here, like fist pumping to the roof, Polly D, going on the wheels of steel, going, yeah, every day. He's like, lying sometimes, he does Yeah, that. sometimes I do that, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but yeah, but, but uh, that's what I'd say, and, and create those associations, so Perfect. that's that. Do you think you can build like an adrenaline junkie though, if you're constantly? Yeah, if you don't do anything about the mind. So those are the people who, we've had dogs like that. Remember, we had, we had a Belgian Malinois who was like that, who the people would run the dog every single day, but they didn't do anything for mindset. So the dog would run and run and run and run and run, bike, 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 run, run, treadmill, treadmill, like walk, walk, all that stuff, but nothing about like go to your bed and lay down, slow down at doorways, um, sit here and relax for your food or lay down for your, or just chill. Um, we're gonna watch TV, so now your job is to lay there and relax, not pace around the apartment. So you can definitely build the adrenaline junkie, which is like the endurance athlete. And then you have, not only do you have, so then you just have to keep doing more and more and more right. and more and more. So something that happens a lot too is that I, got, when, is, is I noticed early when I was teaching dogs treadmill is that they were, the, the owners were sometimes taking advantage of that, the more lazy ones. If, if that's you, you know who you are. But the more lazy ones would be like, well, I'll just put them on the treadmill. I'll just put them mm -hmm. on the treadmill. I'll just put them on the treadmill. And that can also, it's good, but it never should be like the primary exercise. Like a day, like it's going to start raining here the next couple of days, so we're going to be doing more treadmill. But these dogs, because the weather has been great, we've barely done, I'll, we've barely done any of it. It's like, it's like supplementary to the walk, the bike rides, the rollerblading. Right, not in place of. Pack walk, yeah, the, the dog park, all that kind of work. So hopefully that makes sense. Next. All right, question two is from Squirrel Tahoe. Mm -hmm. Can you address how to be softer with anxious dogs more? Oh, Please yeah. and thank you in advance. I like that. <laughs> You're welcome that's, in advance. That's actually an interesting question because they're saying um, how to be softer yeah. with an an anxious dog. So, yeah. So are you actually technically going to be softer? Or depends. Depends on the anxious dog. What do you have? So dogs have layers, right? And... Anxiety is going to come from, from the excitement or the nervousness, right? So excitement is like, what's next? What's next? What are we doing next? Blah, blah, blah. So you need that there. You need the excitement for anxiety because excitement is always like, what's next? What's next? Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of do you have the nervousness there as well? So sometimes you can have – because, listen, if you didn't have excitement and you only had nervousness, you have a nervous dog. So people are going to say, he's, he's just nervous. Yeah, he's just nervous. He's kind of like, blah, blah, I'm just nervous about things. So if you had a, like a calmer dog who's nervous – it's not really calm and nervous, but you know what I'm saying? Without the high level of excitement, it's, it's like, I'm not sure what to do. But if you add the excitement, it's like, what are we doing next? I'm so worried about everything going on. So to me, it's like those are the two uh, that are there. And of those two, it's like, all right, you have excitement, which then is nervousness, which equals the anxiety. Then you have the real dog underneath those layers. So that's why when we get anxious dogs, I go right away to vigorous activity. But... She said anxious, right? So it's, it depends yeah, on the anxious. Dogs. I think what she really means is more of like nervous dog, fearful dog. That's what I, that's why I said. Yeah. That. 
Because it seems like she's asking about. Yeah, her. because you could like I can uh, listen. I can make Nico super anxious. And you're not gonna be. Soft He's not with very him. nervous and about things. Soft with him. No. You're gonna be more assertive. In more him. assertive with him, but I'm gonna be on him and, and working on draining the energy and slowing him down dramatically. So I won't be really be so soft with him, but I'm gonna be much calmer and slower with some of his things, and then vigorous on the other end of things to drain the the energy because. The, the, the pent-up energy is like the fuel for, for the anxiety. So that's just going to fuel it and keep it going and going and going. So getting back to the question, if we were saying if it was more for nervousness, that's something that I worked on over time and I've gotten really good at. So earlier in my career, I was way more of the fist pump holy D guy, right? And that was when it was way easier for me to work with like the, the strong guys, the pushy ones, the intense dogs, because that's like more of what my energy was and more of my natural energy. So over time, what I, what I actually, like in the beginning, I really struggled more with was like the super nervous dogs, the back of the pack dogs, the sensitive dogs. And when I told Caesar that, he goes, oh, good. So when you go home, I want you to work with only those dogs for a while. And I did good that. Good advice. I know. So I did that. And along with, he gave me other things. You need to start meditating. You need to do all, all the stuff that I did. And we can get into that too. But that stuff really helped me. I'll give you what I do actually now that really helps today. So in the morning, I do breath work. I do uh, check out Wim Hof. I think he's an amazing guy. I do his breathing exercise in the morning. I do cold showers. Um, we do meditation. Those three things are like the three most core things that I do. And I know you guys are starting to do that stuff too now. We have the other the staff members doing it. And those three things have tremendously helped with slowing things down, relaxing, um, reducing the anxiety, reducing the excitement levels and the intensity and all that. So that really helped me with that. And then also working with those dogs and learning that, number one, feeling sorry for them doesn't do shit for them. It actually keeps them trapped there. And they say, good, you're like me, so let's just stay nervous together. It actually is almost like enabling them. It's like, a, like if you had like an addict who was on something and, and you were the one who was like, it's okay, just have a little cocaine. Like, we'll have cocaine together. That's really what it is. I'm being serious. And then you have... Um, the other side, which is the people who get frustrated with them, they move too fast, they get annoyed with them. That, that was me in the beginning. Like, come on, like, why are you such a weak thought? Like, get out of this shit, let's go. And that doesn't help them either. That actually can overwhelm them and get them to a place. So with those dogs, I really focus on, like before I'm gonna work with that dog, and something we're gonna start doing, uh, kind of, I don't know if you call it, not a segment, but like um, a series or whatever the hell you wanna call it. We're going to start going where I'm going to go to shelters and we're going to go like, say like, and I want to do it a lot with some of the nervous dogs so people can see that too, of uh, go to see like a dog and go in there and sh so that people can see like my first thing that I'm doing with the dog and describe it. So we'll be like at the, the kennel door kind of thing and I'll be talking to the camera but like, so see how he's doing this and that. I think that'll be a really good way for people to see like what's going through my brain when I'm looking at that energy. Yeah, you know? I think that'd be really good. Uh, and I'm realizing like that sometimes like when these dogs come in and I'm talking to the camera, I definitely skip over a lot of things like just because I'm like, yeah, I know that already, but oh wait, but they might not mm -hmm. know that part. So I'm trying to, I'm, I'm working on this guys of bringing it back to the more like basic so they can see, look at how he just did that little thing. Like a dog might be standing there and do like in a matter of five seconds, like, like 10 different things. And I'm like that all like, went boom in my head, but not because I'm like some masterful dog guy. It's because I've been doing it for so long. I've been seeing right. it for so long. I've literally been immersed in this thing for like 12 years. Right. So it, I could just see it plus getting like the help from a guy like Caesar, like being like, so look at this, look at that. Did you see this? Did you notice you did that? It, it's been like incredible to do it. So 
that's the part that I have to slow it down for you guys too and do that. So I'm going to be planning on doing more of that stuff, but hopefully is that it, helps. It's mainly getting more in tune with your own energy to be able to assess other dogs' energy. Yes. And then you can mm -hmm. say if you're going to get softer or more assertive yeah. with said dog. And it can change. Or and it can change in a moment because dogs live in the moment. So I could be in there with, let's just say, a sensitive, fearful, but uh, fearful, aggressive dog, right? Mm -hmm. So I might be in there and that dog um, is all nervous and I'm gonna be soft with it. And all of a sudden, like I make a movement and he goes and tries to bite or attack another dog or bite a human, I have to do something about that. So the softness is gonna go away for a second there, address the bite mm -hmm. state, then go back to the softness. Hey, not allowed to do that, buddy. Relax, I'm here to help you. I'm here to inspire you and motivate you. You know what I mean? Lead you. So that's I think that'll help. be really good. I think people will enjoy that. Yeah, well let us know. Yeah. If you guys wanna see that, me going to a shelter and just like going up and seeing like, you know, the staff telling me, hey, this is a dog we're really struggling with and we don't know what to do with her or him. And I'll just assess and evaluate it for you guys. And then you'll see me go in there, get the dog, take him out, and like all the first things I'm doing. We could even do lives on that stuff too. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I love going live. And, <laughs> me too. Because listen, when I go live, I, I'm, I'm not perfect. Caesar's not perfect. There's no, there's no perfection in the dog world. Uh, if I make a mistake, I'm going to say, shit, I just made a mistake there or I made an error there. And it's good, I think, for people to see that too because I see so many people, this is social media, posting the perfect, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The perfect picture, the perfect video. Which that's is what why we like, were talking about last week. Yeah, that's why I like going live. Like when I go live, with, when I went live with Nika when he was four months old and started walking him off leash, you know how much shit could go wrong in that thing? But I'm like, yeah, it could go. But if it does, then we're going to see what I would do in that situation. I don't recommend anyone taking a four-month-old unless you're a professional. Yeah. on an off-leash thing, obviously, but if, if something did happen, I can explain, oh, look, this is where it's going wrong, this is how we can recover it, and uh, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Next. Let's see if we get this next. Yeah, next, let's say we can get all the questions in today. Okay, show okay. how much time we have. Okay. Don't, don't look at Reach the clock. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Mon Mega asks, uh, we're getting a new puppy in two weeks, and I was wondering when we walk, walk her, teaching her to follow, like you teach, how do I handle when she needs to relieve herself? Do I let her do it before and after the walk mm. and then focus on her during the walk? Yeah. Okay. So that's a, that's a, that depends. Uh, like, all right. So for a puppy and adult, it's, it's similar but different. We'll go first to adult dog, right? That's one of the most common things that I get asked when we start doing. So most of the dogs, when I work with them, I come meet the owners. Dogs are all over the place on the leash. We work on that. And all of a sudden, we get the dog walking nicely and calmly next to our side. Then they say, all right, well, now that I have this, how do I know when they have to go to the bathroom? Uh, for that, what I recommend is, let's just say it's not the first walk of the day. Um, or let's just say you're taking the dog out. It is the first walk or whatever it is. I would come outside, walk a little bit, find the spot where you normally would take the dog to the bathroom, bring the dog over there, lightly pull up on the leash, sit down, or just sit, relax for a second. Dog's giving nice eye contact. Okay, and the dog calmly goes in, not like, okay, into there, because that's like a, like a waiting for the gun to go off trigger thing, like pow, go into the, and wow, big explosion. So what I do actually with Nico, let's film that one day with Nico, the way I, we take him out of the crate, or put him in the crate, or if I'm doing like the food with him. So I actually, in the beginning, what I did with that, this is what you can do actually with the dog for the bathroom thing, is hold the leash, you have the dog sit, relax. And then when you're ready to do it, you have short, the leash short but not tense here, and with your hands, you start going like this and you give a little pressure on the leash to move forward. And you're going with the dog, nice, like the Tai Chi shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's nice and go in there. But except without the creepy voice. <laughs> yeah, without a creepy voice. Yeah. So you let them go in and if they go rush, hey, 
bring them back and reset them to where they were and then redo that part again, okay? And then you can let the leash go a little bit, they go to the bathroom. So that would be the first thing I would right. do. Well, would you recommend that they use the same spot for the dog to go to the bathroom? You can in the beginning because it, it, you, in a city, it's very. It, I think that's great because it's like, it's not many good places to go in the city. So if you find like a tree or a grass patch or a little area to go, you bring them there so then they know that this, that's the place to go because dogs love direction and structure. So it's like, this is where we go to start the walk. Like for instance, for me in the morning, Nico and Jay come outside, we go in the wood chips out here. There's structure to us going outside. I bring them there and then I go, Nico, free. And he goes, and this is after I settle him, free. And he just runs off and he goes pee poop. Jake does his thing, pick it up, bring him back in. So that's what I would do. And then if you're gonna go, let's just say for a one hour walk, to me, like, I mean, dogs shouldn't really have to go to the bathroom so many times, but if you want to give you want to give opportunities, right? So let's just say they didn't go on the first one. Uh, maybe in 10 minutes from there, pick another spot. Another 15 minutes, another spot. It doesn't have to be exactly 15, but maybe four or five times throughout the walk. You Because that's also good practice of bringing them to the place, settling them, and doing that exercise of letting them go to the bathroom. So that's how I would do that. Okay, for the puppy. Um, Puppies is different because we're doing housebreaking and house training and stuff like that. So we want to make sure that we give them the good opportunities to go. So that's one where with with this guy, I just brought him to the same, to, to your point, Adam, I would bring him to the, uh, I don't know if you No, said, that was me. It's Jamie's point. <laughs> to bring him to the same spot. I'll take, I'll take your, uh, yeah. your You'll credit. take the credit. Bring him to the same spot because once they go to one spot, the, the smell of the urine and the feces will be mm -hmm. there. So that, oh, it smells like this. This is where I go to the bathroom. And that's a great point for what happens inside the home. If your dog, if the puppy pees or poops inside the house, you have to make sure you're cleaning, cleaning with an enzyme, cleaning like a really high quality cleaner. Because if that dog, remember, nose, eyes, ears, if the smell is pee inside the house, oh, this is where I pee. If I brought Nico to somebody's house and the dog had pissed all over the house, it's likely he'll piss in the house. Mm. He's housebroken. He won't go anywhere. But if I brought him to a place where urine is inside the house, he's... I guess he's going to do his little lug lift that he's doing now, <laughs> finally. And, and he might pee inside that house. So what I would tell you is, is to do things separately, especially with a puppy. I know like if, if, it's, um, if you live in a city, it's kind of all a combination of pee, poop, go, and then go take him for a walk kind of thing. But if you can, try to give them that good opportunity to go. And then with puppy, it might be just be a bunch more opportunities in the beginning to get them to go. Um, but it's there. more so guiding them to it instead guiding. of letting them yeah, not letting, choose not, the spot. Yeah, because if you just let them go wherever the place, you're teaching them an imprint period, you pick wherever the hell you want to go. And then you get those dogs who the people tell me, oh, my dog has to find the perfect place to go to the bathroom. <laughs> She's so like crazy. It's like has to be perfect for her. What that's translation for in dog world is I let my dog do whatever the hell she wants on leash and she's allowed to choose wherever she'd like to go to pee or poop. So if they have a million options to go, they're gonna try all the different options to go. If you give them four options on a walk, they have four options and they know they gotta do it at that point. And let's just say you took the dog and he didn't go to the bathroom, that's a great time to then bring them back to the kennel, small kennel, where they can stand up, turn around in it, but they won't pee in there ideally. Um, let them rest, maybe you wait 20, 30 minutes, 15 minutes, and then you take them out again and give them more opportunities to go. That's the matter of where, who's gonna surrender. The human can say, I don't know, I just want, my emotions are overwhelming me and I want my, my baby to just go pee pee. Mm -hmm. And then the dog's like, oh, so you're weak, got you, I'll lead and I'll just pick wherever I wanna go. Or does the, or the dog surrender and say, hmm, I guess mom or dad just wants me to go in one of these places, so that's where I'm gonna go. Uh, There's something else I wanted to say on that too. Oh, the last part would be with the puppy is a really good one. What I do with Nico. So since he was a puppy, 
I would wait for him to actually be peeing or pooping. And don't ask why, but I use go make for him to go to the bathroom. You can say go potty. You can say whatever the hell you want. You could call it America, whatever, whatever you want to call it. You say whatever, whatever that word is, say it while the dog's, the puppy's going to the bathroom. And say that for the first like 60 days with that dog. That's a good point. Yeah, 60 straight days, the dog's going, go make. Go, so that dog is peeing. So the nose is smelling, obviously, the pee. The eyes are looking at where they are. And then they're hearing while they're doing the action of peeing or pooping, go make, go make, go make. And then they finish, good boy. You can give some food, give some affection, you know, a toy if you want. Uh, and then, and, but not a huge celebration because it's like you went to the bathroom. It's not like you just won the, like, <laughs> you know, you won the World Series or something here. It's just a bathroom, so it's a good reward. Remember, we don't want to overdo. In dog training, where they call it like jackpot reward, which is like, yay! I did that shit when I did Nico with the buckets. Mm. The first time he like realized to get the bucket and flip it over, I wanted to realize, yeah, that's what we wanted you to do. Because that's a challenging task for a young dog to like flip a bucket that's making noise, find it with the nose and do that. So remember, the reward should equal the behavior that's right. been done. Or, or the consequence or the, the correction should equal the behavior that's been done as well. Right. Like right now, Nico starts whining. Hey, shh, that's it, right? Uh, he goes barking wild. I'm going to go address him. You know what I mean? So it has to match what it is. So we're on rapid fire today. Let's yeah, I know. Do, next. Next last, question. Last question. Okay. And then let us know in the comments if you guys like the, um, if you guys like the more rapid fire. Yeah. If you're, if you're less of Steve talking shit <laughs> and more of like talking dog shit. <laughs> Literally, the last question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Deanna Ketchatorian says, can you give some advice on place work? My dog has got it down pretty good as far as being there and staying calm on it. Now trying to work on putting her on place uh, and she goes on her own versus me having to walk her to place. Yeah, that's a challenge. So that's one where a lot of people struggle with is they get to the point where they can bring the dog all the way to the place and put him, uh, and put him on. But when they like, try to like, send him there, the dog's like, I don't know what to do. I've never done this before. So believe it or not, there's actually something you can do um, – as part of play, I something that I love to do, and I don't really talk about this enough, is what I like to really do is, is, is do training or like psychology stuff or, or working or creating balance through play. So a lot of what I've done with Nico, he's play drive is high, so it's even easier. So for instance, what I'll do with Nico to help with that is actually in a different place. I'll bring a Karanda bed outside, the sponsor, if you want to sponsor it. <laughs> but uh, Karanda bed outside, which is like the platform bed. And... I'll throw the ball with him, right? And I'll throw the ball, and then, I'll, and then I get the ball back or the tug toy, and then he drops it, and he's looking at me. What, what, I always want him to, to do something for the thing and change it up because mm -hmm. I always want to keep his mind working because if I just go out there and fire the ball, 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 I can just create like high-level excitement. He's, it's like what the doggy daycares and the boarding places are doing and dog parks is just like, run like crazy, run like crazy, wrestle, wrestle, run like crazy. And the dog's like, Ugh. and it comes home and they're like tired. And they wake up the next day, they're like, where's the excitement? It's all I know how to be when I'm awake. So instead of that, I'll do things like throw the ball or throw the, throw the tug toy, thing comes back, drop, good boy. And then I'll have the place over there. And I send him, someone's here. I notice Nico not barking, which is awesome. Um, I'll then go Nico place and I'll do it from close from like, like if this was the place, I would put him like right here, right? I would bring him over there with lure him over there with the toy and with my hand or with the leash, 
Nico, place. I would. I've done this before. Obviously, this is because it sounds like they've done place before. Yes. So, so Nico place, and then he jumps on it. Good, and I reward it and throw it. Because now you're not working on the stay part. You have the stay part there, or the dog staying there. What you're working on is is the motivation to go there. So then from there you can start doing it like Nico place. Boom, good boy. And then further and further as the days and weeks and months go by. Really days and weeks. It shouldn't take months to do that. Um, and then he's he gets good on going to the place, right? The other part of that is if you want to do it with a leash inside the home, you can get a longer leash and walk them towards it. And then you're doing it obviously right up to the edge, place and on. Then you do it from, I mean, I'm talking about a foot, two feet away, place. And you can guide with the leash on. And a little bit further away, guide with the leash on. There, another one, you, and then you, okay, you work your way all the way back. That can work. Another thing you could do is bring food. So that's another one you bring food. Remember, you, listen, if you guys are going to use food, use it to engage the nose. Like I see this dog training world and it, like, like some of the most, in quote, elite dog trainers are just like saying shit and pumping it in the dog's mouth. So the dog, oh, good, yeah, oh, good, sit, yeah, sit, yeah, da, da, da. The dog's like losing his mind, like getting food, <laughs> going over and over. Literally like that golden retriever that I posted in the stories. The dog, <laughs> and ate the food like wild and shit, you know? This is why in the future we're going to be able to put some videos on here and show what I'm talking about. It'll yeah. be really cool. Um, so instead, like make sure instead of just like, like, like look at your food and go get it on the place. You instead, from a distance, take a good smelling treat. Engage the nose. So engage nose, eyes follow, and then you can say, let's go, and you start to get there, and then you can toss the food onto the bed, place, while he's going over there. So that's another way to do it. There's many different ways. You see, like, there's not just one way to do it, and that's why, like, we've taken a little bit of time to plan out, like, the instructional videos we're doing because I want them to be so thorough for you guys because there's not just one way to do everything. There's so many different ways depending on the dog you have. So I might say like, hey guys, here's place for a dog like Nico, who's like, he'll go from here. I go, Nico place. He'll be like, okay, but yeah. like run down the stairs and go on place. Like, isn't that cool? But then if I did it with Jake, he's like, huh? All right, I'll go down there and go over there. So I have to do something different for him. Uh, a nervous dog's like, oh, I'm not sure. Like, should I go there? Can I go there? I'm a little unsure, you know? So every dog is going to be different of how I'm going to do it with them. That's why I say dog psychology before dog training. That's the most important thing I can say. Does that make sense? I think so. But I think a, a good thing to mention too is if you're doing the play with place that you want to be able to settle the dog. Yeah, because if you on said, the place yeah. too, because she's saying that that her dog uh, is good at place and is good at staying calm. Yeah. So I don't want like people to get confused either that if you're creating the play and excitement, yeah. then the dog relates that to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Excitement. Do it somewhere else, right? So don't do that play thing inside the house. Ideally, you do it like in the park or in the backyard or do it. So you're creating like. Like, place, good boy. And then when you go inside, you can, listen, if, the, if, the, if your problem at this point is your dog like is going too quickly now to the bed, <laughs> now you slow it down. Use the leash and slow it down. Place, oh, easy, buddy. Yes, very good. So you can slow it down. It's like, it's like regulating. You're doing gas and brake, gas and brake. That gas is like your positive reinforcement, your, your affection, your toys, your food, good boys, verbal, all that. And your brakes are leash pressure, hey, mm -hmm. no, blocking. You know, that's, that, that's kind of a, the gas brake thing. It depends on what the dog's doing for everything. It, right. it, it literally changes moment by moment. That's not something that people, in my opinion, can't like, aren't processing totally. Dog lives in the moment and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So they're thinking about today. No, no, no. They're literally right. thinking about this exact millisecond in time of what's happening. Because look, we were just here 
Uh, podcast started, different for Nico. We were doing this, doorbell rings, different for Nico. Mm -hmm. Someone approaches the back door and is standing there, totally different moment in time for Nico as opposed to what this moment has created. So remember, mo it's literally living in the moment. And it's so hard for us as a species because we're so past and future, past, and yeah, we're so past present, future is what we have the ability to do. So it's, a, it's an amazing thing that we have, but also in my opinion, uh, extremely like dangerous thing that we have mm -hmm. because you get people who dwell on the past. Oh my God, this happened and I'm so fearful. I'm so depressed about this. and I'm so down about this. And they just live in the past and recreate, and they're just an observer of their past, and they keep re recreating their past over and over, and then sit around, and they're like, I don't understand why nothing's changing in my life. Well, because you're just repeating your past. Or you get the people who are like, what are we doing next? Oh my God, who's coming over? What's the, that's the anxiety thing. So they're rushing, oh my God, what are we gonna do next? Who's coming over? Why are we doing this? Is this gonna happen? What happens if this happens? Something changed, God forbid, something changed in the day. <gasps> what, why, why is this happening? Well, because it's the way life works kind of thing. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying as for, for dogs, dogs have, are sitting there like, hey, we live in the moment all the time, people. <laughs> what about you, you don't? So you can learn from us, that's what I'm trying to tell you guys. And the thing is, is that we don't live in the moment always, and we have all three. So we have to practice living in the moment. That's my cold shower. When I'm in that cold shower, and you guys know when that cold hits you. I was going to say that, meditation. You're not thinking about, oh, last week I was so terrible. And then you're not thinking about, oh, shit, what do I have to do later? You're thinking about your breathing. You're thinking about relaxation. And there's literally like the time passes so quickly. I don't know if you guys noticed that in the cold shower. I like, look, I'm like, holy shit, that was three minutes already? Like, that was really fast, like how it went. But it's because like when you're literally in your present, time like almost goes away like when you're meditating it's even, like even right. with the meditation like yeah. yeah 20 minutes the other day up here in in this area and it was went by like five minutes yeah, yeah it doesn't like, yeah i think i even said that to you i was like wow that was 20 or, minutes or, or it can even feel like like longer too it's just the perception of time it can feel yeah, like right. there's like you lose the perception of what time is you're like right. uh I was just meditating for like 30 minutes. I felt like I was just like meditating for a minute, right. honestly. Holy cow. Or like you said, the opposite. Or, the, be, or, or quick. It was a five, 10 minute meditation. Yeah. And I like right. meditated for, for like, you know, yeah. 30 minutes. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah, so that's the thing is, is practicing math. That's why I think meditating, listen. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a huge one. And I feel like that's something that's so easy for people to start with. Yeah, it is, it is. It's something, just start with that. Meditate for five minutes a day, five minutes. Start with that, and that's how you're gonna learn how to live in the moment. And what's gonna happen is you're gonna hear your brain going, going, well, this sucks, and I hate this, and what do I have to do later? That's all normal, and then when the, when the time when that happens, not the, not the time, but, but when, when that moment happens and you recognize that you've drifted into your thoughts, that's for bringing it back to the present, and you're like, okay, I drifted there. Don't judge it, don't get angry at yourself, don't get frustrated, that's part of the process. That's part of the work and the practice. You bring it back to the present. It's like one repetition for the arm. Mm -hmm. Like I lift up a weight, one rep, done. You know what I mean? So the weight's down, oh, there go my thoughts, back to the present. And I'm strengthening the muscle, strengthening the brain. So to nobody's learn really how to be good at meditation. Nobody's good at meditation. It's mm -hmm. just the practice of yeah. bringing yeah. yourself back to the present moment. Yes, and yeah. acknowledging the thought, but letting the thought go as quickly as you Everyone's can. on their own mm -hmm. meditation. To me, like if you're good at meditation, if you've meditated for 10 minutes and you were gone for the whole 10 minutes, you did one rep back mm -hmm. for yourself, for your individual self, you got, you, that was a good meditation. Mm -hmm. That's one rep. So that's what I think. So we're keeping yeah. uh, Steve on, on a tight schedule Holy today. shit, we're done yeah. already. Yeah. We, uh, that's we it. Wow, back time back went by so fast, I didn't even realize. Holy shit, I lost my perception <laughs> of time. But here. we could only see do this for three hours. I know. I Maybe that's what the future holds. We don't know. But we're going to worry about the future. We live in the moment. See how I did that? <laughs> see how I did that? I'm good at this shit.
Okay. You get a gold right, star for today. We're done. Yeah. Holy cow! We're this done. is a quick it's one. Today. Let me know. In the, yep. Let me know in the comments, guys, if you had any more questions. Always ask if I if I answer one of these questions and it's like I want to. I'm, I'm a little confused about. It. I want to make sure you're clear. I'm trying to give it to you as as clear and as basic as I can. I know myself, and these guys know me that I'll just be ah, mm. out of nowhere. So I'm working on that part of slowing things down and being able to do I that. I think today you got better with the blah, blah, blahs. I the blah, blah, blahs? Actually, yeah. I didn't, I don't, did we catch you know what I that don't is? even know if you said any blah, blah, blahs. I, don't I probably did. did. I probably, I just said it, but I probably, <laughs> I, I probably did. Maybe I'm just so used to them. No, you know what it is? Yeah, what I realized is like the, when I say blah, 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 and the other one I always say, I say a lot is, and all that, or, or something like that. Something or, like that. Yeah, like and also uh, like the cursing. And yeah, that stuff. It, it's, it's my mind just going really fast. Really fast. Mm -hmm. So in dog world, like in my normal day, like I get really fired up because I'm so passionate about this thing, and I have my past of <laughs> being in New York City, bit like like construction world, playing sports. I were I, like when I played hockey, I was allowed to be a maniac. I was allowed to like fire the puck around. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna go nuts and go crash this guy into the like I could do it there. Mm -hmm. So I was able to like the speed and like the like that stuff was good in that world. Like, you were hey guys, the adrenaline we gotta get junkie. Yeah, and then the cursing too, you the construction what? world. The adrenaline junkie. Yeah, that I was yeah. mentioning. And the, in the construction world, guys, we gotta get the pipe here, and then we gotta dig the hole. Hurry up, we gotta. It's like, wow, fuck you, and it's going yeah. crazy. It's just like a nuts world. So that's what I do, but but that's why I'm so grateful for the dogs. And this is what I'm. It's 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 what I've learned. It's a different way. I didn't have to go on medications. I didn't have to. I don't know, like do like get on all this this like like doctor md stuff mm -hmm. as opposed to like the health way through an animal i've learned how to be calm and slow myself down so believe it or not this is the much slower version of me but <laughs> when i'm with the dog the more i'm with the dogs that's why i'm so grateful for when i get to work with the dogs yeah. i'm doing a lot of the media and and the business things and all that but you're getting better and better too watching yourself on yeah film, having other people tell you like hey you you say this a lot did you know yeah that? Right. yeah and, you know you start and that's what i want though it. yeah because yeah. like all right that's a great point too because in the past i would i would get really defensive insecure uh ego would come in like mm -hmm. so what like what's the big deal with that and i wouldn't be able to see because i would be blind to it but now i'm like I'm like trying to look around like, oh, I do see that. Oh, okay, okay. great. Another thing to work on because what is the one thing that everybody's progress, progress, growth. So if I get something else that I get to grow or have progress with, that's an amazing thing. So something to think about too is like where people, this is the last one, I know we have to go, but where, where people are in a place in life where they say, well, that person started off in a better spot than me or has more opportunity than me. One way to look at it is like poor me victim, I'm the worst, I can't get there, and I throw my hands up, it's all over. Or another way to look at it, going by the idea that progress is like, you, you're either growing or dying. Well, you have more room to grow than that person ever did. You know what I mean? So like for me, let's just say someone who was born with in, in, into a billionaire family, they have all this money, they have everything given to them, all that. That's, most people say, oh, look at the opportunity that kid had, wait, this kid's gonna be the one who's, I'm like, I wouldn't want that, to be honest. Now, knowing everything that I know, I don't want that shit because then I'm already there. I already have all this. I mean, we're going by money too, but. Well, yeah, there's a lot of other factors. Well, and it these can are, be yeah. an opportunity, but it's what are you doing with it? The opportunities are, yeah, there's opportunity, but like, yeah, being up there, I don't, I, how do I, I, now I can be there. But if you're already up here and you're like in the best schools, in the best thing, it's like, well, yeah, you had that. Oh, and everyone's going to judge I'm you a different way. Why? I'm going to throw you off schedule right now. <laughs> oh, here we go. It's, it's oh, don't do fault. it. Don't do it's it. It's my fault, guys. But I know I see my chat. Okay. You're I know they're going to get value from this. Okay. E.T. E. Oh, e. yeah. What did he say about being uh, full? 
Yeah, about how lions eat. So he said the guy. What's his? I forget the, the actual. I want to say his name is E.T. We can put it in the in the in the, the um, description yeah. who we're talking about. But su- super cool guy. I love what he says. And he said something about how um, how he can kill an alligator with his bare hands, right? And they after, said, after they have eaten. After they've eaten. So once a dog has uh, the dog, once the <laughs> alligator has eaten and they're full, they go into this a super sedentary state where they're just done. They're just like ah, going move. around. And a human could could technically kill an alligator in that state because they're like done. They can't barely yeah, even move. So he was saying to the, the, the audience, and they're saying, he's like, what the fuck have you guys eaten that made you guys so full? He goes, you guys haven't done shit. What have you accomplished that you're full and you're sitting back and watching YouTube and watching movies and complaining and blah, 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 blah. There it is. Yeah, caught yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah caught it. Um, that's my mind going really fast. Should we but start yeah. a drinking game with that? Every oh time Steve God. says blah, 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 take a drink. No, because they're, they're going to be they're gonna be hammered and not going to learn anything about dogs. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, so, yeah, so thinking about that is like, what is it that you're full on that is making you be like, well, I don't need to be doing that. I, I'm st- Listen, Adam, these guys will tell you that I'm still out there. Hey, we got to dig a trench, right? We were talking about that. We got to blow the leaves and do, mm-hmm. let's go and do it. I'm not full. I'm starving. That's the way I feel. And I'm, I've, I've done this so far. So I'm still hungry as fuck. Like, what is the next thing I'm going to do? I'm never going to lose that hunger. I refuse to. Maybe when I'm in the like 80s or something. I don't like, know. I don't think so. I think you're going to have it. But it'll be hunger in a different way. <laughs> but I just, because I, that, it's the hunger for growth. And use right. that energy with your dogs. Yes. You're never done with them. No. So you can always learn more. What's the next thing? Yeah. I'm always thinking of what's the next thing I could do with Nico. People say, wow, holy shit, that dog is so good at seven months. I know. But what else can I do to make him even better? How can I get him to grow even more? Look, we did the day in Hoboken. Whole full day in Hoboken. I'm like, I'm going to work him in a city environment. We're sitting there watching girls do ballet. And like, that's the next thing we're doing. Like, yeah, I was going to make a joke. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, that's, the, that's to me like the, the most important yeah, thing. Yeah, so that, I know. It's being hungry. That, but stay hungry, yeah. everybody. Yeah, and know what you, and, 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 take, and if you're not sure what to be hungry about, figure it out. That's the, that's the work. Yeah. The hunger is going to come to find, like, I want to be this. I want to um, do this career. I, I think I could do this. Like, I think it, how can I serve the universe, right? Instead of how can the universe serve me? We talked mm-hmm. about this, I think, in one of yeah, the episodes. We did. So serving. How can I serve the universe? And something I'm passionate about, how can I provide value to this world? And listen, this country can use this shit right now. I've been posting some American stuff, and, and I'm like, looking back, I, I posted that video today on my personal page of in 2001. Uh, it was after 9-11. I remember it. I live, I, I'm here. This is where I've lived my whole life. You've been here, right? Adam was in L.A. I'm sure you, you guys even mm-hmm. felt that on the other side of the country during yeah. 9-11. The unity we had, the way yeah. we felt together. I don't give a shit what side of the aisle you're on and all that. Forget about all that. I'm talking about being a good damn person. There's good and bad people on both sides, Democrats, Republicans, um, the, the, uh, the, the positive trainers, the correction trainers, the, in all aspects of life. There's in all races, in all cultures, in all states, and there's good and bad people in everything. So when we realize that it's not just one thing that's causing it, and it's just a good, it's literally, in my opinion, a spiritual battle between good and evil, good and bad. That's where we're in right mm-hmm. now. And I think that's the most important thing to focus on, being a good person, being a kind person, being a loving person, uh, living in gratitude, supporting people, putting out positive things, and serving the universe, as opposed to sitting back and how's this shit gonna serve me? Poor me, this sucks. Fuck you! I hate you. You voted for that guy. I'm gonna be angry. I'm gonna. I mean, I I did. There's people who did t- 
listen, I want to tell you one last thing. There's people who did the training Caesar's Way course. I teach at that course. I give my all at that course with Caesar and the rest of the trainers there to help people and be kind to people and teach them about dog psychology, teach them about the things I've learned about life. I posted one thing about a documentary to just take a look at and I had, I had students from the TCW coming and giving me shit. Hateful things. Telling me, hey bro, you're just like a parrot to, uh, to Caesar. You just copy what he says. You're a nobody and you're the... I'm like, all right, like to me, but the thing is nowadays, back in the past, I would have been like, let me go get my car and find out where that guy lives <laughs> you would have thrown and your go phone. right to his front door and say, what did you have to say about that, bro? But now it's a different thing where I say, look, that type of person is in a painful state right now. They're in a state that is anger and obviously some negativity is happening there. So there's something going on with that for, for a person to go on. And this is for your, if you guys are posting content or posting videos and things, don't let, if someone comes on your shit, and wants to bring you down and be negative to you and hateful to you and mean to you, that's on them. Don't worry about it. It's not, it's, they have their own shit to deal with. You can do, you are the one who is in control of everything in your life. You don't have to worry about what those people are doing. And I saw the one that, I, I don't remember the exact quote, but it was like, you'll never be criticized by somebody doing less than you. That's doing better than you. I'm sorry. You'll never be criticized by somebody that's doing better than you. You'll always be criticized by someone doing less than you. And I was like, read that again. That's and so listen true. to that again. It's a really important one. Because I'll tell you, I don't go on people's shit and talk. In the past, yeah, I did. I used to talk shit. I used to go on people's thing when I was in an angry, frustrated state. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, no. I'm only in... I wish there was a way you could search my comments and see what I write. It's only positivity. Unless I have nothing else to say. I gotta go deal with the puppy enrichment. If you guys have puppies, you wanna come here, send your puppies here. I love them. I'm helping them grow in imprint period. It's an amazing program we have. So look up our puppy enrichment program. All right. Oh, we should have brought Betsy on today. I know. We'll do Betsy. We have an awesome puppy here we'll bring on next episode. All right, guys. Happy Wednesday, guys. Love you guys. Happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. Thank you to all the veterans out there. Thank you. Love you guys. See you guys soon. Stay calm and confident. Okay, on to the next thing.